You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Tyler, what gross thing were you sipping on there? Is that an Arnold Palmer thing? Arnie Palmy, dude. Arnie Palmy alert. I know. I, I I know. Based on the beard, it looks like I've got hair everywhere, but shaved. <laughs> clean, clean. <laughs> Head to toe. Head to toe. My gosh. Which uh, which high noon? This one's black cherry. Gavin, you got any high noons or are you just sipping on water? I'm just sipping on water. All right, dude. So free agents, season review. Uh, we'd like to start with the rookie class, and this might be the most piss poor rookie class. I think we can all agree. We have Swift, LaToya. I think that's it, isn't Isaac. it? Isaac. No, Isaac was on it before. Really? Yeah, they he's on a past were... season, isn't he? Wow, I don't I know. I thought he was. I thought he Must was. Must have been an old, old one. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever seen him on a season. Except yeah, for this but... one. Am I I'm missing someone? Up. No, it's not Swift and Latoya. There's no way it was just two. Let me look at that real quick. Mm. Anyways, this, uh, so they, this is like, one of my favorite formats of how they do the season and they've like copied it going forward. They've just named it something different and done, done a little twist to it. Like vendettas and dirty 30 are pretty much free agents two and three, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how they do the format, but with the eliminations, like even if you're not voted in, if you're on the losing team or on a losing pair, you have to go down and do the, what do they call it? The, uh, Kill cards? The draw, mm-hmm. yeah. The draw. Go down, pull a card up. If it has a skull on it, you're going to elimination. So you're never really safe unless you win at all. Yeah. Even if you don't get voted in. What were the thoughts on the overall season? Anything that stuck out? Obviously, this is... Uh, I think this is really where Jordan's introduced as a challenge performer. I mean, he made it to the final in Rivals 2, but this is where like we really see Jordan wisely is who he's going to be going forward. Well, guys, don't jump all, don't jump up at once. Okay. I was still looking something up. I didn't. What was your question again? I asked what your overall thoughts on the season. I love this season. It's yeah, one of my this favorites. Is a very good season. It's yeah, this, it's very good. This is a top five season for me. Um, I love the draw. I love it. Um, I love. Uh, I do love that it has still a little bit more of a singles aspect to it. I know that there's still teamwork involved, um, but yeah, I love this. And actually, I think the, especially for the men, this is a pretty good cast for the guys. Like, there's a good cast of guys here. Um, Overall, 
Johnny, Zach, CT, Leroy, Jordan. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Did you just mention Zach in like a good category? I just wanted to make sure I heard that correctly. Yeah, Zach's entertaining. Okay, okay. Zach's I just want to make sure we heard that. Yeah. Oh, I'm, by and the way, he... I just remembered two rookies, Naya and Johnny Riley. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Naya. That's okay. what I was about to say. Because <clears throat> this, yeah, like you said, the cast for the guys, because even the bottom of the barrel, after you talk about Brand or uh, Swift and Isaac, who are obviously like trash, after that, it's kind of like not the worst. You got Brandon, mm-hmm. Dustin, Chet. I mean, at least they're decent competitors. They're not like the best, but like there's like only a handful, like two or three that are like absolute garbage. We don't have to go into like every elimination, but I do want to talk about Chet's first elimination against Frank, if we can, because yeah. it's balls in, and Chet injures his chin, right? Cuts his yeah. chin. Yeah. Have that right. So he's yeah. given the option. He's bleeding. He's given the option to stitch it up and then you're done, or put a bandaid on it, get it stitched up later, and continue going. And he's worried about getting a scar on the bottom of his chin, right? Is he a model? Is that I, that's the only explanation that I can. That's what he, I think. That's what he said. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be one of the biggest sissy moves of all time. And I like, I like, I like Chet. And I remember watching this live and seeing him back on here and feeling like, oh, cool. He had just made that. He had just made the finals in Battle of the Seasons, and I don't know that we had seen him since. May, am I right there? There's a yeah. gap there? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool, yeah, maybe, we'll get to, yep. maybe we'll get to see him compete a little bit. And then he pulls that move, and you're just like, boom. And it just, just kind of – I thought it validated people's dislike for Battle of the Seasons, the fact that that finalist goes home first in like <laughs> such a sissy way. Like because he could have like he could have finished that and his chin would have been fine. He was not going to make a worse scar. No. It was yeah. a pretty bad cut. It was going to be scarred anyway. It was granted, granted. I don't think he beats Frank in that. No, he definitely doesn't. Yeah, if he continues. But dude, that's that probably <laughs> that probably played into it. Yeah, that's that's true. I felt I actually felt for Frank because, dude, this is a season I absolutely could have seen him winning. I don't. I no. I, was, I wrote that down. Yes, but if he, yeah, I agree. It, if he, it's so good because he, he wins two eliminations. Like he beats, he beats Chet, which we can count that as a asterisk. Whatever he would have beat him, I think, anyways. And then he beats Dustin in something where they're pretty evenly matched on. I think mm-hmm. for the most part, and I think that's a dude who it's a shame you don't see more of. Like he's in this next season after this, but like Dustin was someone who. I thought was a pretty good competitor that never really found his footing in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think Frank has a good chance of winning this season if he doesn't go home so early. I do too. Because he goes home for some sickness. Did they say what he it had was? pneumonia. I'm pretty With sure that's what they said. Okay. Yeah. He runs through two finalists from that Battle of the Seasons final. Yeah, he San does. Diego. San Diego beats uh, Brooklyn and Vegas back to back, like the, in the final in battle that of seasons. That is pretty wild. It, yeah, it's a shame because Frank, uh, 
this is the last time we'll really see Frank in a normal competitive mode. He does get brought in as a uh, mercenary mercenary at one point, but it's a shame because he was on a, a good trajectory yeah. and back-to-back finals appearances looking like he was going to be strong here. And I think possibly they miss out big time for whatever reason. He doesn't come back. Possibly could have been one of the goats of the challenge of all time. If he would have played in more seasons. No, I agree. hundred percent. I think he has, I think he had everything you needed. And I thought even for the TV purpose, dude, he was mm-hmm. TV gold. Oh, he was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, not hilarious, but like, but he brought he was funny at some point, but yeah. he was dramatic. dramatic. Yes. yes, exactly. He brought it. He brought everything you wanted in a challenger. And you really would have had opportunities here too to see him one on one with some top notch competitors. Yeah. Which we never got really. And so, like that, yeah. That stinks because this is just he's one of those people like we talked about Cook before. I feel like this is just another opportunity where it's like, man, that dude's just a grand slam. He's great for TV. He's clearly a great competitor. And for whatever reason, just doesn't work out. Stinks. Really did. And then this is what did you guys think of? Because uh, it's crazy that CT's in the season because it's almost there's points where you totally forget he's there for me, at least like there's points this is where like you the start of CT just like taking out. a back seat and making it to the end by people fearing him. What do we think of bearded CT? I'm a fan of bearded yeah. fire. Yeah. Amazing. Just hey. makes him scarier. He put on some weight, like good weight between last season and this season too. Mm-hmm. like rivals too. I'm not saying he's skinny, but he's like, slimmer than he is in this season he's bulky this season oh he definitely was that was pretty evident he the uh so you had like you said you had the the male competitors obviously johnny i think this is prime johnny right like we can yeah like this is johnny at the peak of his powers yeah in terms of the mm-hmm. challenge what did you think of i of jordan this season Because he, he picks a battle, right? He picks a yeah. battle early with Johnny Bananas and has all the firepower to eventually take him out of the game because he has probably more connections than anyone in the game at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But what are the overall thoughts of Jordan this season? I think he shot too big for somebody who it was their second season. And their first season, they really only, I mean, him and Marlon were good, but his first season, they really only made it to the final because the vets were keeping that quote unquote layup card there. You know what I mean? And, and especially since people really didn't know what he was capable of to that point. Right. Yeah. Especially for him to tell Johnny that he needs to go and earn his stripes the oh, first dude. time. He, the, yeah, that oh. was a bit much. I mean, that's not yeah. what you do. So from a fan of like the second generation of talent goats, right? Johnny, CT, Wes, whatever. Watching the season from that perspective, he's annoying. But when I go back and rewatch it, 
I really like it because it's the perfect mix of a real competitor really doing what he says he's going to do. How many times throughout challenge history, specifically with Johnny, do we hear the out with the old, in with the new? The new dogs are here, and we're going to get like, and especially in these next couple seasons, it comes pretty hard. But this dude is one dude who's like, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it myself. And I think that's great for the show uh, to have a guy who wants to back it up, who wants to be that guy. So looking back on it now, I enjoyed it because I, I, we all know what it kind of becomes and how, how those two move out. Originally watching it was it was rough because Jordan was just annoying, but he's a real competitor and he wants it. And so that part of it, I think, is fun. And I think it's good for TV. He, I thought, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to think back on some older seasons now. He introduces the idea of taking bananas out head on, like head, like straight up. Young pup doesn't matter. I'm coming after you, the big dog. I'm coming for what he has and what he's done. I'm trying to think back because there's been people who've threatened. There've been people, like you said, who acted like they were going to do something. But he's the first one who actually did it, and it opens up for like uh, Team Young bitch, like that group to jump in and make the the poll that they eventually do. Like you see the Dario. Obviously, I know you like Dario. Dario jumping in and like people actually attacking bananas and not being scared to do so. Yeah. He kind of kicked that door open. Yeah. And the thing is for the show, that door being open is great. The problem is nobody really walked through it. Well, no, because we don't really ever see this kind of contention with him and Jordan again and all the other younger dudes moving forward he just kind of sits down and squashes so yeah also you don't ever really see bananas in a house where he doesn't have the majority vote or enough people to help him which was huge in this season where he didn't have the numbers to control the house really he had to work for it yeah well this is this is the return of laurel she hasn't been on for a while and her and jordan are like a dude what a couple in terms of like power in the game. I mean like the power couple of power couples. Yeah. Had they had a baby in about 10 years, we'd be watching that person just run through challenges. Seriously. <laughs> no joke. For real. His uh his approach, like he sends he starts out by like him and a group, like they win a daily challenge, right? They're this they're either paired up in pairs, they're single, or they're in like groups. It's different each daily. And him and his daily, but like daily winners decide to throw in bananas. And that's when he gets, that's when he gets uh, that line in where you need to go earn your stripes, which we talked about it on the last season review. It's what Johnny said to him and he Mm -hmm. took it to heart and then applied it to Johnny, except for Johnny has earned his stripes 10 times over again already. So it Mm -hmm. didn't really apply. But he sends him in, and I, I think the first one's against Isaac. Yeah, I remember. it's balls in against Isaac. And he, he, Johnny puts on absolute clinic in clinic. Balls in. And I'm gonna let Aaron towards the end of this. Yeah. I know Aaron has a line, but he also after Johnny wins, he's like yelling at Jordan, uh, 
how about them stripes? And Jordan goes, it wasn't me in there, homie. And then Jordan goes, yeah. He said, you wouldn't be just missing a hand if it was, if it was you. In yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Isaac, Isaac, good for nothing. He's not entertaining. He looks like he should be athletic. He's a bum during the, uh, the big, like, plastic bubble challenge or whatever yes. on the soccer field. He literally cost that team a win. So he goes in here and his line when he leaves, it's one of my favorite exits of a show, maybe of all time for a guy who is just a zero and everything else. His exit was a 100. I'll never be on sand again. I'm never going to a beach again. I'm never going to a children's playground again, but that last one's for legal reasons. Like, <laughs> just like, what a way to leave a show. Oh, and I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head if we ever see him again. I don't, I don't think we do. But like, no. I laughed so hard, I, I had to pause it because I was missing whatever was coming after it. Because I was like, man, that's great. Uh, and he sold it well. So it really did. Yeah. That is like yeah. his only contribution to the show, like of any note at all. Yeah. Yeah. Is I wrote down some. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, it is. I do think, like in this one, and Aaron, I don't think you can deny it. Dude, Zach is hilarious in his talking heads. Yeah. The way he talks about Isaac, all of it, all of the way he acts in this season, I love. Yep. Yeah. Zach and his talking heads is. Um, yeah, he is. He might be. That was kind of something I was thinking about. And I, I text you. I was like, uh, one day we could just do like a group of lists and everybody does like their top five. And I have a bunch of categories that I wrote down. We go from five to one. And one of them was who's the best talking head. And I like Zach has. He's so funny in those moments. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he is very, very funny in the season. Him I ripping on Isaac is great. I thought one of the funnier, one of the funnier eliminations. I think it's actually the next one after we talked about was uh, was Laurel. She was voted in, and she goes again balls in against Jasmine, <laughs> and Jasmine immediately starts crying. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. Jasmine immediately starts crying when she finds out she's the one going in because she pulls the kill card, and. Laurel just puts her arm around her, like consoling her, like, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to you. Yeah. And she's not even mean to her. Like no. in the elimination, she literally treats her like you would treat your kid yeah. if you were in an elimination with your kid. Yeah. It's so like coddling and let me patty cake. Like, I don't want to hurt this girl. Oh, it's David and Goliath, except for David does not have five smooth stones. <laughs> Ooh. And she definitely spots Jasmine one goal. Like that one Jasmine scores. Definitely yeah, she's like her. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. But there's so, an elim Go ahead. Well, I just, I wrote down a couple questions that I don't know where they fit in this. And the first one I wrote down was Swift, question mark. And that's, that's all I wrote. <laughs> so he I just talks. Wrote Swift. I know. I think I know what you're going to say. He talks his big game. And not only, okay, he has this like awful exit. But they're in like this voting system and it, it, he's an idiot. Um, first off, he's an idiot because he's got one dude in the house who's riding for him and that's Brandon. And he's like a deciding vote and like this vote and he votes for Brandon because the group goes for it. But like if you look at the count, 
the group was split like through four people. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? So he votes in his buddy who goes in essentially like a rounded. It's like this. It's pretty much like a hall brawl except for it's like with chicken. Wire. is that? Was that what it was? Yeah. And like the circular way. So they're gaining momentum, hit each other. And then whoever rings the bell gets obliterated by Zach. Just absolutely obliterated by Zach. Then the next week talks this mad game because he's this trivia master and loses in trivia. Then gets voted in. And has to go up against Jordan in elimination. And it's like this tug of war where they have this rope tied behind their or tied on their back and they have to run around these poles. Mm-hmm. And he has this huge like he has so much confidence going into it. He's like, Yeah, man. He's like, Jordan's the one matchup I'm gonna that I was fine with. He's like, I'm gonna smoke him. And gets destroyed. Jordan doesn't even, it's the fastest thing I've ever seen. He looks, he's the definition of like popcorn muscles. Oh, yeah. Or like he looks the part. He looks like he could be good. And then he has yeah. an exit that is so like yeah. weird. It's so bad. Like it was like when I was talking heads where you're watching, like, dude, I don't know if you know what you're doing. I don't know if you know what you're doing. I talking. don't I don't know if it's before or after that elimination. It's during that elimination. I don't know if it's before or after though, but he says that he is one of the top three strongest guys in the house. He says, like, okay, so let's just take into account. Obviously, the top two are CT and Zach, physically strongest. So you're saying you're stronger than you're the th- you're next online behind. Like, come on, dude, you're like talking out of your ass. And yeah. then jo- Jordan has a comment too before he faces him. He's like, "Swift's a nice guy. He's a little awkward." Nah, actually, he's a lot awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. What a horrible, what a horrible competitor for your last name to be an adjective describing speed uh <laughs> like what a bummer like because you just oh swift cool this guy feels like he's gonna be good what a letdown what a letdown major yeah letdown, yeah this the other thing that i have here is this is this kind of where we start the whole concept of like i know we talk about chet a little bit at the beginning but because that's such a slight thing is this where we really see the beginning of the competitors don't really get the choice on injuries? They're just kind of, it feels like this is where we start the movement of you're injured. So you, you just get sent home. Cause I feel like for a long time, things are just like gutted out. Am I wrong on that? Or they but don't it, get the choice to stay or leave. Or what? Yeah. Like it kind of just felt like a couple people, um what uh or maybe it's just maybe it's just frank here but i just start because i know that moving forward in seasons it's like the doctor said no so you're out and it just feels like we hear that so much more moving forward and i don't remember it a ton before what we see with frank here maybe i'm wrong i don't know for sure sure. well i i think you're you're onto something there because I felt it felt like it was, especially going forward after this, it's pretty inconsistent the way they do the stuff with like the doctors. Like they give, like Kara has like a broken hand and they give her the opportunity to stay Remember, yeah. like in this one. Like they give her the option to stay. Then mm-hmm. um, in one season, Leroy, it's not this season, but like going forward, Leroy has like a back issue or like a pinched nerve or something along those lines. And they just yep. tell him he's going home. 
Same thing with Tony. Yeah, but this, yeah, it, well, I mean, his he had to get an organ removed. Yeah, but, he almost died. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know that. But yeah, I no, I understand what you're saying. I I, I think at this point it does kind of shift in that direction. Yeah. But I I thought overall like the challenge is very inconsistent with injuries. Yeah, it, it just like felt one, like one season they can stay, one season they can't. It felt like the the shift in like player safety happens a little bit here, but yeah, I don't know. But we can get to the uh, the I think the I would say it's the climax of the season, but it's kind of I'm glad they stayed for longer. Like they stay up until I think they stay for like four or five episodes, Johnny and Jordan. Where they're kind of at each other's throats, they're both making cut, making comments to each other. But Jordan has enough votes to get J- uh, Johnny thrown back into elimination, and this whole time he's talking about how he's going to send him home. And so he's like spitballing ideas in the gym with people, and then CT pops his head in. This is where the genius of CT really like you start to see his like little. Comments drop in, like you'll see him drop something in someone's mind and then kind of walk away. He like mentions to him, he's like, what if you just pulled all three? And like starts hyping him up, pull all the kill cards, so that it's only, there's, that's the only way you can guarantee you're going in. And so you see him talking about it in the episode, talking about it with Laurel. And he gets to the elimination and it's probably the one elimination he did not want to see of all because this is the kind of season where they have like four repeating eliminations. This is the one he did not want to see. Yeah, it was the wall, yeah. like the drywall, where you're punching it up to hit a bell. And that happens twice in this season with people who have a clear disadvantage in that elimination. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to go back and see if there was any consistency in how they did the eliminations. Did you notice it where it was like they did? three or four switch. It seemed like they staggered them and they mixed them up a little bit to where it wasn't something yeah. you could predict. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. And this one, Jordan goes first and he pulled and I, this, listen, regardless of what happened, this was an all time challenge moment. Like Jordan will be cemented while you think is an idiot. It's a dumb move, but it's one of the most, one of the most like, like badass moves you can see in the challenge that he does pulls all the kill cards and walks out next to, next to Johnny. Throws himself into elimination. Is this the first time we see someone throw themselves into elimination? I'm sure. Yeah. Think so? Definitely in that kind of a way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes a statement for sure. And he, so they go up there, obviously with the drywall, they're punching it. And I think had he not fallen, he still was going to lose. If you kind of notice where they are on the list. But Johnny or Jordan ends up falling. And Johnny beats him in elimination. That had to be the sweetest victory Johnny's ever had in elimination. As much as the dude's been barking all season? Probably. I would say it's beating CT in Rivals 1 is pretty good for him. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. But he comes out. First off, it's all, it's the way, this is one of the reasons I love Johnny Bananas. It's <laughs> just the way he acts after this. He does the flexing as he's coming down, as the drywall's falling on Jordan's face, he's flexing at him. <laughs> And then in his talking head, he goes, that pompous little arrogant bitch asked for the thunder and I brought it. (laughs) So good. So good. Yep. As much as someone wants to gloat or someone wants to like 
um, be very braggadocious up until that point. Johnny has every right to turn around and be like, well, all right, you asked for it. And then I gave it to you. I spanked you like a child, sent you on your way. Um, man, can we just for a moment, though, because the moment's insane as it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's insane as it is. And I don't know. I, I don't know of those eliminations. I don't know what Jordan would have beat him in there. Of those four rotating eliminations, uh, the one he does with Swift, maybe, maybe he hangs with him, but I don't think he's going to beat him in that Oppenheimer one with the cage. Uh, I think Jordan, or I think Johnny beats him there. He's not going to beat him in the wall. And I don't think he's going to beat him in balls in either. So I think Jordan was kind of screwed either way with him here, but if he pulls this off, is that the is that the greatest moment in challenge history? Oh well, I think I think without a question it is. If Jordan yeah, ends up winning that, yeah, because it shifts. It's like bananas is still going to have some championships, but this is the moment for me where bananas really solidifies himself as the goat at the time. Like he's the guy mm-hmm. because he has to go through CT. So, like, if Jordan takes that from him in that manner, like, that's that that's wild how how unreal that would be, and how we would look back at that different now. And I think it's what part part of it's what makes it like such an impressive season for Johnny because, like you said, Gavin, he doesn't have the numbers. Like, if Jordan had stayed, if had played this the smart way, and like put his ego aside and just went on his way. Jordan has the numbers to make it pretty far in the game. Like if they, if his numbers continue to win or whatever, like he probably makes it to that final. He probably has the ability to get Johnny eliminated in another way. By somebody else's hand. Like you put let's switch, let's switch it because eventually CT does that same elimination against Leroy. You put CT against Johnny in that totally different story, right? Yeah. Like it's, who knows who wins that, but it's still it's you have a much better shot of eliminating Johnny. So Johnny takes out Jordan Isaac, and then eventually in an elimination, he takes out CT on his way to his championship. So yeah, like I, I think you're spot on with this, Aaron. It is a turning point, like a shift in Johnny's career, like cementing him. And not only that, like what could have been if Jordan had won that? Like Evan Wild. I, did you guys feel what did you feel about the season after Jordan leaves and that whole thing is gone? That hiff between the two of them. Did it feel like it lulled a little bit to you at all? A little bit, but I don't know. I can't think of many deep like details, but maybe a little bit in terms of the drama it lulled. You have yeah. the Nani and Kohada drama. Oh yeah, we but... can Aaron, I'll let you uh <laughs> I I'll let Gavin you can I'll let you guys discuss this to start out. <laughs> the Nani Kahuta. Is there a guy you feel worse for than Kahuta in this season? Like, honestly, maybe in all of the challenge, like watching. Like, I felt so bad for Kahuta in this season. I can't yeah. imagine being him rewatching this. Because he goes through even after it happens, and he just thinks that Riley and Nani just kissed. He doesn't know that they, like, because well, that's up. that's what she tells him. Like him and uh 
Johnny, or not Johnny, sorry, Kahuta and Nani have like this thing going on. And then after one night, he goes to bed and Nani hooks up with Johnny Riley. And then she tells him that they just kissed. So, like, and he's like just supposed to take this in the entire, first off, the entire house knows that they had this hookup while this guy's just walking around the kitchen eating. <laughs> I, mean, I know Aaron has some things to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm going to let Aaron spill the beans. So, I hate Nani. I, they just, <laughs> I hate her. I don't dislike her. I hate her. And it's moments like this that reinforce why. Because I I looked, I, I went back to rewatch some of these. And it's like, I want to like her. I want to believe in her as a competitor. I want to believe that, like, she really does deserve a win a final. So, like, I'm looking for all of that. And this might be one of her better athletic performances once we get to the final. And it's overshadowed because she's such a scumbag. This has got to be one of the most scumbag moves of all time. Not because it's just horrible, but it's like it's the nicest guy that's maybe ever been on the show. And I was trying to think about, like, if we had to think of, like, is there a guy ever that was, like, just nicer than Kahuta? And I don't I don't know that there is. I don't know that there's a guy that you go, man, that dude's... And I like having Kahuta on the show because I think he brings a balance. Like, he's not going to be up in drama, but he's a competitor. He's, like, he's obviously physically not going to be able to compete, uh, like, with certain people in certain spots. But, like, he's not going to quit. He's going to go, he's going to push, and he's a nice guy. Like, I think that's kind of refreshing to have that counterbalance. And I literally just, this is what I put in my notes. I can't believe they let a show on MTV feature bestiality. Kahuta getting with a horse is one of the most wild things I've seen. <laughs> I knew where he was going with that as soon as he said it. <laughs> She's just awful. She's awful. And, like... That move, and I can't, so I, I wondered, does she really not tell him? I thought there's a moment after she says they just kissed. I thought there's a moment they have after where she does, like, tell it, and he just, like, moves on. I thought so, too. because They the, don't show it, though, do they? Like that, no, I thought they actually, did. Oh, so did they I. They, he says, did I miss anything crazy last night? And she says, no, nothing, but everybody was hooking up last night. And he said, oh, really? And she says, yep. And he says, you didn't do something stupid, did you? And she said, I yeah. did. That's what she says. I'm pretty and he sure. And just like forgives her pretty much on the spot and they just move on. And I like, I don't know what that was about. Uh, Kah- uh, secretly, Kahuta's, uh, what, what were we calling those? Uh, his side shots or his, uh, his interviews. Yeah, his talking heads. I also like his talking heads. One, because his accent is money. Yeah. But. <laughs> He just talks about her like my little Mexican firecracker. Like, you can't get her mad. And he just like likes her, genuinely likes her. And I yeah. just like do that to any other dude on the challenge. And she just, no, nah, she doesn't care. And all her reasoning is I just, I'm bad. I'm bad with relationships. I just do mean things. And it's like, it's you're, like just a bad, you're just a bad person. Like just say it. You're just you're a bad person. So yeah, uh, that's the that's the one downside because I think 
the competition after Jordan leaves, like you got some heavy hitters there. And so like, that's fun to see uh, the Laura Carma or Laurel Carmaria yeah. thing. I actually wrote down with that. I wrote down in the grand scheme of like Laurel Cara, that whole relationship and as many uh, ups and downs as that goes to, I will always be a Laurel guy. But in this season, in this season, I'm a Cara person. Yep, she I, is, I was great. Laurel is so out of her depth here with some of the stuff. Like they get into that fight, and I wrote down that what is it? It's uh, is it her and Jessica, Cara and Jessica, and Laurel's back there cheering for Cara and or cheering for Jessica. And then there's all those moments where she's basically telling her all the stuff that's wrong with her. It's like Caro's annoying through the show, but like people pick on her in a very weird way. And it, Laurel did not come off good in this season. Really to me, the thing that redeems her the most is how much Zach gives her some redemption towards the end to me. But I, I agree. Cause they, they're like, <laughs> This one, Cara and her, like, thickest thieves, like, best buds the entire season, and then she has this shift, which, I mean, based on what we know, we know challengers get annoyed with Cara being in a house that long. Maybe that has something to do with it, but still, like, Laurel does, like you said, look awful in this. And then in that elimination, Cara breaks something in her hand, right? Or fractures she just something? fractures yeah. one of her fingers, yeah. And so she has this cast on and they let her compete or they let her choose to like whether she wants to compete. And she does. What are your thoughts on the, now I know, I know this is, I know where I stand on this, but like on the Nani and cause Nani and Johnny end up winning that daily that she comes back on and immediately Johnny's on the bandwagon of throwing Kara in even with the injury. Like in my mind, I can, I'll, kick it off but in my mind while it's like cold dude you're the one who offered yourself up to compete and if they do end up thinking this is a partner's thing in the final not knowing if maybe they didn't maybe they did whatever like you don't want that kind of weighing you down on your team yeah and he also if they're rivals I mean they've yeah they've patched it up a little bit he says like we may have mended some of our issues, but like they're rivals. And why would he even more of a reason for me to vote you in? I'm a rival with you and you have a hurt hand. Why not? See ya. Now, overall, if you choose to compete, you can't be upset. Like that's just got to be part of it. And yeah, Johnny, and, and that's twofold. If we've got to be partners somewhere, which he would have been right, they would have had to. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes no sense. And then, yeah, he's preserving himself. So I'd have done the same thing. But at the same time, she has already, quote unquote, earned her spot. And Devin hadn't seen an elimination yet. I kind of would have rather seen her. Yeah. Yeah. Kara sees. Is it four eliminations this season? Yeah. She sees four. She wins three yeah. of them. But this one, again, like you, like she has the broken hand. She ends up going in. She does do the tears, which Nani tries to fight for her to stay. And Johnny has his classic line, which I think in the next season comes back to bite him. But it's uh, you can't play this game with emotion. 
if the minute you play the game with the motion, it's over. And so he's not, he's literally one of the coldest moves he does, I think. Because it's just no, it's just whatever, dude. You're injured, go in. TJ even has a moment where he's like, wow. Like shocked that he did that. But it ends up being her, Kara and Laurel in elimination. And that up the wall and Laurel destroys her. Just obliterates her. No shocker there. Injured hand. I think either way, she probably Mm -hmm. wins that. Just because of her length, personally. I I think maybe. Go ahead, Aaron. I'll. I was just going to say, I think that 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 elimination round without thinking about it heavily might be the greatest elimination round as far as the four competitors that are in it. Um, It's got to be up there because you're talking about CT, Leroy, Laurel, and Kara in that that elimination round. What a great, like, I re-watching this, I knew who won the CT Leroy thing. And I was just like, man, like my juices were flowing. Like, this is awesome. They were this blowing is what... through that wall, dude. They were dude, CT yeah. was destroying that wall. Both of them. Yeah. 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 This is the stuff. This is like above everything else, above the drama, above the finals. The reason why I love the challenge is because I want to see two people that love to compete that are animals get in there and go and when you get CT and Leroy, it's you're not going to get anything better, man. They're beasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that I, I'm just upset about is we just don't ever get to see those two put their hands on each other. Yeah, That is a shame. That really yeah. is. Yeah, but this is the closest we get, and it's still good, man. It's like this is that. That's when the challenge is the best to me, and I love it. And uh... – and this Johnny ends up voting in CT instead of Zach into this elimination. And CT has like, he's not begging for him to not put him in. He just looks at Johnny and he says, if you want to poke a sleeping bear, he said, you go for it. He said, but you're not going to like what happens after. <laughs> it's like the dopest line because he does it. He's not, he even says in his talking head, he's like, Johnny wants me to beg. I'm not going to beg. Like you want to put me in, put me in, but understand yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And they, I, we skipped over it a little bit, but they bring back a classic that Johnny and CT competed in Rivals 1. The uh, the balls where they go, they like meet in like a hallway almost. It's like underground. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they do the thing where you pick your partner and the first person <laughs> to pick is CT and he picks Zach and Johnny looks over at the rest of the guys and he's like, all right, I'll see you in the draw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like immediately, it's like the one daily, you know. There's no chance in hell you're beating either of those guys in this. Zach Zach works CT in that too, doesn't he? Yeah, he, first, is, he, he laughs him pretty much. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Which just it's, shows you how crazy. Like, and I think he says it in this challenge somewhere. People focus on how strong I am, he's the but fastest. they lose sight of how fast I am. Yeah. That I'm the fastest person here. And you think about that, and you're like, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Wild. Wait, did Gavin? Did I cut you off on your hot take then? No, I I, I was gonna wait till we finish this topic, but it's kind of it goes back to the it goes back to talking about the girls. I think that if Kara doesn't break her hand, she wins this season. Hmm. I don't know if she wins that elimination with a normal hand though, but she also might not have been in it. She might have won. True. That daily she might have won CT. that daily. With oh. yeah, that's a good point. 
Maybe you have to do the shovel thing, right? That's the one where you have to do the shovel to get the puzzle pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the only downside to me here of the draw is the upside is like anybody, no one's going to get like the, the top notch people aren't guaranteed a free ride. The downside is someone is going to get a free ride to the final because they're going to luck out. And that's the only downside to it is we really like, there's a possibility here of some great finals that could have taken place. And we miss out on that a little bit because of how the draw works out. So yeah. Could you imagine bananas, Zach and CT instead of Tony uh, Riley? Dude, the fact that they get to the final, right. They get to the, whatever it is and they make them do this draw. Like you said, it is, it's so yeah. frustrating because this was the one that like, I would, how great would it have been to see Laurel and Teresa and Nani in this final or Cara, Laurel, Teresa and Cara. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is like uh, after yeah. Kara's eliminated, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see after, what you're after Kara's eliminated, it's those four, and you go to the draw, yeah. and then it's like this puzzle elimination, which I thought was cool. But like you said, you get Johnny Riley, CT and Zach, or uh, Johnny and Zach, which is cool. But having CT, Zach, and Johnny run that final, yeah, I mean, that would have been well, and that amazing. that had to have been a producer's nightmare. Yeah. Is like they're they're looking at that final draw, going, okay. The only thing we can't have happen is is what happens. Bananas and CT get the kill cards. That's the only thing. If one of them gets it, they could win, and we could still get CT and Bananas in the finals. But they both get it, and it's just the the top two competitors from both sexes get the kill cards, and that's just, it. Just kills the yes. finals. Yeah, I forgot that's about what, Teresa. That, actually, Teresa would have won that final. If she made it. That's what I wrote down. I said it's funny because I think it's back to back seasons. Teresa just like she misses a chance that her legacy. She goes from being a forgotten female challenger to a goat. To a goat. Oh. If her and Leroy pull off that final. And if uh, if she wins here, because I wrote that same thing down here, if she beats Laurel in that puzzle, she's going to win the final. And we we're talking about her in a completely different light. I honestly, though, if it hadn't been Laurel and Teresa and that, I think Teresa has a legitimate shot of beating Laurel in that final because of what Zach does. Like Nani ends up being close very easily. Yeah, I think with Nani being close towards the end, like when they showed the times. Yeah, is shows the fact that like if she had an actual competition if it had been not Devin in that final like anyone else Teresa especially dude she probably wins that final that's what's nuts about this game is like how close people are to like changing the way they're viewed based on just like one instance a pulling of a card like Johnny Riley pulls every safe card he gets and then the one time he's in elimination uh I think Frank went home, so then there was like was one the, less guy. Yeah, the episode Frank left, yeah. One less guy to yeah. pull the card. So if somebody pulls the doesn't pull the kill card, there's no guy's elimination, and it ends up being that. Yeah. It's, it's the luckiest, it's the luckiest season of all time. But in fairness to him, even through all that luck, in the final, he runs a he runs a good final. Oh, like, he does. Yeah. He competes yeah. well. And so, like, I actually wrote this down too. I wrote 
if the Johnny Riley thing goes differently and Jordan doesn't uh, spaz out and just waits, we have a shot at the best final five guys ever because you're looking at CT, Zach, Jordan, Leroy, and Bananas yeah. as your final five guys. Like, that stuff dreams are made of right there, man. It's and, wild. Yeah. So close to that. I Were you – I know, uh, Aaron, you're an avid – very vocal Johnny Bananas hater. So watching him beat CT in what obviously is one of Johnny's weaknesses and puzzles and like CTS, I think established himself, maybe not to this point, but like going forward as like someone like a puzzle master or someone who's very comfortable with puzzles. What were your thoughts on uh, Johnny beating CT pretty handedly in this uh, puzzle elimination? I'd like to clarify something. I'm not a Bananas hater. Mm, It's debatable, but okay. No, I'm not. I'm not a bananas hater. I like to look at things realistically, realistically, and I think he's gotten some bounces that have gone his way. I think he's probably second or third all time. So it's not like I'm willing to admit that for sure. Um, this was a big. It was a big deal for him because <clears throat> if he gets sent home again by CT. We're looking at backpack. We're looking at rivals two. And then we're looking at free agents. And we're not having the same kind of conversations because realistically, if you want to have an argument now, as we sit now about bananas versus CT, there is no way anybody could pick bananas over CT if he doesn't win that elimination. Like, where we are now with all the stuff CT has come back to do, like, what, three of four wins in a couple, like, pretty intense seasons or whatever, like, the the run that he goes on there in, like, whatever seasons they are, 33 to 35 or 36 or whatever, like, that run he goes on there, Bananas really isn't even in that conversation because we're looking at three straight seasons where CT gets the upper hand on him for things and – uh so good for him, man. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll never understand why so many people struggle with that number puzzle. It's not hard, um, but that puzzle resurfaces every now and again. I think it's back there in Bloodlines uh, yep. too, right before they get into the the uh, stadium, and yep. people struggle with that one a lot, and it's very easy. Going back to what you said about if Bananas would have lost this, it would have brought CT closer to bananas and you, you would have more of an argument. You're actually so right because CT has five wins as of now. Bananas has seven. CT probably wins this season if he wins that elimination. So they'd be tied at six. And then you yeah. would have had CT winning three or four puts him over the edge. Yeah. I think I agree with what you said. Yeah. The one thing that, yeah, the one thing that always works in bananas favor too is now at this point, he's done a lot like, the free agents, even though it's certain team, it's a singles competition and he wins without that feather in his cap right here. Because as much as we all love the challenge, I think a lot of people would agree that this five, six year span is a, a goaded five, six year season of the challenge. And if he doesn't, <clears throat> if he doesn't win here, it just, I, I think it's hard on his legacy, really hard on his legacy. 
yeah, I think we're definitely, especially with these three rivals, two three <coughs> agents, and then battle of the X's two next. I think it's, I've said it before, but I think it's the best three year run. The challenge has in terms of quality of season overall, beginning to end, because this is, I don't know how you guys, I don't know how you feel about the final Aaron. I've talked to Gavin about him. Like this is the one of the finals that I watch. And like, I actually want to rewatch because sometimes when I get to certain seasons, like when I get to the final, it's like, okay, I watch this because I want to pick up the information, but I don't enjoy watching the final. Like I don't, I don't enjoy um, the episodes finals overall, but this one, yeah, I heard I thought, you say that when I, when you, I listened to one of your guys' podcasts before and you were talking about that. Yeah, not this, loving. Is, this is one of the, the finals that I love to watch. First off, yeah, dude, every final should be this way. Every final. It's kind of funny because I'm a big finals guy and I don't love this final. What? <laughs> I don't I don't love this final. I love what they I love what the final is. I'm bummed out because the final could have been so much more. Like it it feels like this was going to be the best season overall. And then right as we're getting to it, instead of losing Johnny Riley and Devin, we lose two people that could have won and they, they were gonna make this. And then you have that whole thing with Zach that happens, which kind of just sours some of it a little bit. Uh, I think it really just the final here with the competitors takes it, makes it a non-perfect season. Because I think it's really close to being a great season until that happens. And the, I, the, the accumulative time thing, um, is that what we're doing in this final? Yeah. Yes. So they have the state, they have the phases and, they have to switch partners each phase. So there's guy girl pairs for I think three phases and then the final phase is them on their own. But final two phases. Final two phases are them on their own. Yeah. So the first phase is the kayaking and it's timed. And then when you get to a certain point to a flag, you stop. That's where your time stops. Then the next phase is like they're running and they're like putting together a puzzle. Like this large puzzle, tree puzzle, whatever. Then it stops. And then it's the climbing up where the mountain where Zach dies, time stops, but like continued to go on the next phases. But your individual time is stopped and it's accumulative of each phase. So like wh- what they're dreading, the guys, for instance, is it's when they get Devin. Like they know they're going to finish last yeah. in that phase, right? They know they're going to finish last. Yeah. So it's about being able to make up enough time in the other phases to bring it, obviously, their time together. But this is where it's like, it makes it makes every stage of the final mean something. Unlike the last one we watched in Double or uh, Rider Dies, where different phases didn't necessarily mean as much because you could win a phase, but then have an advantage and lose the next yeah. phase, and it didn't matter. That's the thing that I think bothers me about not doing cumulative time, because you don't always get the moment of who gets there first. But if you don't do cumulative time. What can then happen is the second half just doesn't mean as much or no, or it means more in a weird sense. Like you beat somebody by 30 minutes in the first half and they beat you by two in the second half, but because you only gave them a 90 second head start, they win the whole thing. That's crazy to me. Like, um, so those kind of finals in general, I don't, I don't typically love. I'm glad Laurel wins here. Uh, it cements her because mm-hmm. of the girls, 
she should have won. Uh, the right people won in this final, though. That's one plus. So and, she only beats her by like five minutes. Nine minutes. She only it's beats nine. Nani. Is it nine minutes? She only beats Nani by nine minutes. And what did you think? I, when I hear like Devin talk about it, how she made it to the final, and how like I think someone made a comment about how ridiculous it was that she made it to the final uh, without seeing an elimination, and she acts like it's politics and being smart. No, it's actually that you're bad. It's actually that you're bad and people want you in a final. Like, I wish people could identify, like, could self-reflect a little bit and be like, let's not make this a political thing. Because you didn't have like, this political savvy. Not that she doesn't have the capability, but the ultimate reason you're there is because the girls think they can beat you. Well, she just got lucky. Yeah, that too. I mean, she just got lucky with the draw. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember a extremely politically savvy move that kept her out of something. Not saying that she wasn't working behind the scenes, but it's like, yeah, say that that happened. Yeah. I don't know about that, but good for her for finishing though. We can, uh, Aaron, I, I, I feel like you deserve this moment. Uh, do you want to talk about Zach's, uh, meltdown in the final? More than anything other than, what Nani did in the season. Um, yeah, so it's Zach is the most complex person, I think, on the challenge because everything screams he's a great competitor. And there are certain times where you catch moments of him being a great competitor and you see glimpses of it. But I think at this point, we have to at least acknowledge there is a deficit there that's glaring. And people break down in finals, but it's the way he breaks down in finals. And what makes it worse is how he treats other people he's partnered with when they break down. But when he breaks down, like... He's the biggest baby in the world. So it's hard to root for a guy that's extremely mean to his partners, has won the easiest final of all time. And I was thinking back on this from Battle of the Seasons. If Brooklyn is running, I think if Brooklyn is running a a two-person race and they're not running with their full team, if that's just Chet and Sarah, I think they win that final. Agreed. Because yeah. who is yeah, it's Cheyenne and JD? Devin and JD. Devin and JD. Devin and JD. That's what I meant. Devin and JD. If they if they lose those two, those two, uh, yeah. If they lose those two, Zach loses a final to Chet, a guy that quits because of his chin, and Sarah. Like, and we're just not looking at him the same. And so, um, yeah, his meltdowns that he's had. Because he's got babies being born in his family or the things he's doing with Jenna on and off. Like when one of them are on and the other one's not on. Like this is who he is. And everything in one, everything in you, because he's funny and because he's athletic, wants you to go, he's great. He's not great. He's just not. And this is why. Imagine, imagine. 
imagine getting the opportunity to run your leg of the final with Laurel. Yeah. And that happens. Like, I'm surprised she didn't pick him up and run. I think if he had actually tried to quit, she would have. Because he he legitimately tries to quit climbing up this mountain. And, like, she has to beg him. Can you imagine if he had if like this had costed her that final her one final that she gets like she's won like i can't even imagine yeah anger that would have she might have murdered him on the mountain plus it's the girliest male screams of all time like as he's screaming he sounds so feminine when he ah ah like on the mountain, like Wes is doing that in his what is it Rivals One when yeah. he's but he's not like I don't know, it's just different. So yeah, I gotta admit, I love going back and just seeing Nani do her thing and watching him do it because it's just like they're bums, man, and bums are gonna bum, and they did. Yeah, and this is yeah, this is definitely Johnny's like this. Final, because he finishes. Do you notice that Johnny Riley finishes up that last leg ahead of Johnny Bananas? Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. That last leg of climbing up the the actual, which was so cool. I thought the scenery of this final was one of the coolest they've ever done. Yeah. And then actually the entire final, I thought was one of the more difficult ones. I just, I thought they missed, the only thing they missed out on, I don't think they had any eating in this one. No. There was no eating. I was going to come back to that. I was going to say the reason I didn't like this final- that- not because of the eating specifically but because of the games the phases were kind of not that interesting like the whole fourth phase was that they had to bike for 25 miles before they go to sleep yeah that was the whole phase that was boring and honestly if they eat like some of these as close as it's gonna be i don't know if it i don't know like nani's nani's not gonna be able to eat that stuff Laurel's going to power through. It's just going to make the gap look wider if they have to eat. Yeah. So. But I thought overall, I thought I, I I enjoyed the final and I thought as a season, this is, this is definitely like up on the rankings of like, if you were going to show your friend a season without Mm -hmm. giving them any context or like, be like, Hey, watch the show with me. Like this is definitely at the one of the top of the list. I agree. Yeah. But I thought, Aaron, I thought you put it perfectly, honestly. Like, this had the potential to be the greatest season ever. Yeah. It's just the draw, like, actually messed up some plans that could have happened. Like, yep. set up, like, the stuff that was already set up and, like, we had it in front of us. Just like they said with Johnny Riley, it was the luck of the Irish. Like, that's what, that's what yep. it came down to. It's the pluses and minuses of the draw. Um, yeah. It had some good parts and it, 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 it got a couple people at the end that I wish it wouldn't have got, but um, it just it watching this season again really makes me want. I just want. I don't want any team anything. I want one season. Everything is you're on your own. Mm-hmm. You are on your own in every challenge. You can still build alliances, but I just want to see like who's the best man, who's the best woman. Let's go. Um, if you want to do a draw, cool. If not, but I just, cause you get a little bit of taste of that here and I yeah. love it. I would have liked, it. I would like to, I, that's why I don't think they'll do like a technically free agents too, because they've just changed it and like given it a different name a couple of times. Yep. But I would like to see the draw. 
at least another season. I thought that was cool. Or a variation of it, like in Dirty Thirty, they do the double cross. Yeah, that's very similar to the draw. Yeah, and even in even in um, uh, Rivals, is it right? No, it's not Rivals Three. It is. They it is Rivals. The, they pull the skulls. They pull the skulls. Yeah. Which again, we see a, another super lucky person there. Yeah, in the pulling we'll of the skulls. That. Your boy. Yeah. He's not my boy there. Just to be clear, he's <laughs> my boy. Oh there. yeah, that's right. We gotta wait till he actually does something, and then he's your boy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is my boy. You gotta love him There's... at his lows too. Oh, dude, he's a yeah. I just, I just real quick. Him and Camilla were a thing. How? Did I? <laughs> no, I know. I I remember. Like I just rewatched that season. But how? Yeah, I still don't understand how. <laughs> no, I don't know. And to me, and I can't wait for when we get to it because that has my greatest screenshot of all time in that season in Rivals 3 is my greatest screenshot of all time. Um, greatest camera still. So I can't wait when we get to it because I, I talk about it with Katie all the time and we laugh about it all the time. It has maybe my favorite challenge of all time, which there were a couple of cool challenges in, in free agents. I actually thought the ropes thing, the hanging ropes thing when they had to climb across people, I, I saw a lot of people online didn't like that. I thought that stuff was really interesting because that was going to be very physically taxing and it took a lot of strategy to do that. Also, real quick, because we don't talk about it, uh, Preston did uh, Preston did very well in this season. Every, the every challenge, yes. Last. I wanted yeah. to talk about this. I wanted to ask you guys, people in this season, take them versus Preston. So we're going to do it real quick. Preston okay. versus Isaac. Preston. Preston. Preston versus Swift. Preston every Preston. day. Preston versus Chet. Preston. Preston. This might be a little bit more tough because they did go against each other. Preston versus Kohada. I go Kohada. Yeah. Kohada. I'm I'm saying Preston. I just he's like so he's very underrated. Like he doesn't have that many seasons, but I think he is a very underrated. I thought player. he definitely just, had potential. He's lengthy. Like he he has he's pretty good at like random stuff. Like honestly. I just didn't get why they kept picking him last for team stuff. Yeah. Like he clearly was a good competitor in team challenges. Like he added to the team element all the time. And I just didn't get why he wasn't getting picked. It didn't make sense to me, but I, yeah. I forgot about the, the one you mentioned Aaron, because the one that was one of the most, difficult ones i've watched like there's some where you're like oh dude i could do that that could be fun that actually looked incredibly difficult crawling across people holding your own body weight and then even the big guys like zach johnny like people who are like known for being like the most athletic in the show like they even are like share how like dead they were at certain points of that uh that daily hanging over the water i thought they i thought this one had some of the best they did it a lot. I think they kept going back to it, but over the water challenges. Yeah. Like there's a couple where they're balancing, doing certain things. I thought it was cool. I'm trying to think. Is this the one? Is this the the trivia one where yes. we get where we get Johnny's answer? Yeah, we skipped over that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna skip over that, huh? No, I forgot. <laughs> I, I actually forgot that was in this one, but yes. Yeah, of course, of course you did. I said, what, did they say? what was the question? It was, uh, what is the national language of Australia? And he said, and he Dutch. Says, 
Nice. <laughs> so good. I think this is also where we get uh, prime trivia TJ, too. Like, he's yes. just oh yeah, he's just going at them. When he can pull something or push a button and, like, they fall, that's the best. And his reactions to every question is are the best. And he'll, like, egg them on. He'll look at them as they're waiting for the answer. Yeah. He'll be like, nope. And then it'll just yeah. drop them. Or he'll, he'll be like, yeah. oh, wow, random. did you yes. just guess that? And they're like, it was wrong. <laughs> and just drop them. <laughs> Is this the season where they have a funeral for Devin's wig, too? Yep. 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 Yeah. She's not a great challenger. She is funny, though. No, she's definitely funny. Yeah. It's Johnny Bananas. He says, you might be wondering why I'm wearing my banana costume outside and we're all walking together. The real question is, why the F are we having a funeral for Devin's wig? <laughs> Dude, that's that still shot, by the way. It Like, there's a still shot during that funeral where you can tell Kahuta just does not care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, he looks so annoyed that he has to be in that shot while they're doing it because they're all in black and he's just there in jeans like, can we just move on to whatever the next thing we're doing is? This is so dumb. Uh, yeah. So, okay. I'm going to do my best to move off this, but like, are you guys Nani fans? I, I don't, I don't hate her like you. Here's the problem, Aaron. I think part of my, I like Nani. Well, I don't, I'm not making any argument that she's the best. I'm not making any argument that like, she should be in any like great conversation of challengers. I think it honestly comes back to the fact that I watched her real world season. So watching her come into the challenge, I felt like a weird, like, oh, I know her. Like that's that connection. I honestly think that's all it is because I can't make any argument against anything you're saying that she's not a good challenger and she might be a bad, might be bad in real life. I don't know. I can't make any arguments to that. I just like Nani. I like her because I think she is excellent for TV and she is a Decent to mid challenger, competitive wise. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just find her to maybe be one of the more uh, unaware. I think that's the thing that drives me nuts about certain challengers is when, and it's girls or guys, when they are unaware of their actual abilities. It's that's the stuff that drives me nuts. So when she complains that she's earned it, like, no, no, you haven't. You haven't earned it. Or like those guys that we talked about, like Swift, who talks this big game and then just gets housed or Tyree or whoever it is that's like, yeah, I'm going to come in this challenge. I'm going to mess them up. I'm going to mess them up. And then like Tyree's out of the house first in three of his four challenges. Like, <laughs> oh. But isn't that like, because I don't think your feeling about her is – something you only share. Like, I think it's, I think it's in challenge community, probably something a lot of people share, but isn't yeah. that part of what makes her so polarizing as a challenger? Cause you don't know how you feel about her. Cause I think it's either one side or the other. Like there's no real middle ground on Nani. Like you're either, you're a fan of Nani yeah. or you're not. And like, yeah. I think the way people feel about her because like Gavin said, she's such good TV because she is, she brings drama more early in her career than, yeah. Late than later, but she's a talking point in general. Like you, there's like these wallpaper people who bring nothing. She's never been sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, sometimes after the Kentucky Derby, we got to put a couple of them down 
and maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where we're at. I don't know. We didn't maybe talk really not- much about any fights or anything that happened this season. Speaking of Nani, she gets in a, a pretty good fight with Camilla. I Okay, speaking of that, because it starts at the bar. Because yeah. CT bu- ends up buying everybody's drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, Camilla's yelling at him for some reason. And then Nani jumps in. And so I think CT's sober because he's just sitting there. And Nani's yelling at him. And Camilla's yelling at him. Talking about how he uh, doesn't have a job, doesn't have a house. And he, like, looks at – he's, like, sober. He's looking at – he's looking at – uh. Camilla and he's like, I have a house. He said, I have a house. I don't know what you're saying. And then he, in his talking head, he goes, uh, he actually makes a comment. He's like, maybe I said some things I shouldn't. And then he starts yelling at the girls and like saying, like, I think he was saying some pretty low blows to them, just trying to get up a calm, trashy, all this stuff. But it starts out with Nani going at CT and then ends up somehow Nani going at Camilla. Yeah. Yeah. We get caught in the middle of, the four to five year Camillinator reign. Camilla and Nani drunk are funny for about 30 seconds. And then it's just like they're oh my gosh. I don't I maybe, old. maybe I'm just old now, but it's like these if I two, was in that house, I couldn't have handled it. You could they kept showing the time of the night that whole fight and it was like 4 30 and yeah. they're still going at each other if i was in that house preston was walking around and he was like i have a headache i can't handle this <laughs> and he's like walking away from the situation that would have been me i would have been like why okay as challengers what would you guys do like unless you're like really good friends with them i'm not breaking it up no like i'm i'm not breaking it up like you want to be stupid you want to be drunk pay the consequences like you're gonna be stupid in this house uh, no there's so many people like jump in. Maybe it's just for camera. I don't know to be like on camera. I'm not sure why. Well, I know Dustin is pulling Nani away because yeah. they are friends. So that's they're friends. Thing. But then there's random like Brandon jumps in. Brandon, the fight. that one was because he doesn't even like Camilla. No, they are like going at each other in Battle of the Seasons. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Like it's these random people jump in to try to break up the fight. How about because I guess guess what? If people stop jumping in them, they probably wouldn't throw punches. Because they feel real strong when there's three people dividing them, and then they can throw a punch and miss. I don't know. Nani does hit Camilla in this. Does she? Yeah. She actually hit, like connects. Yeah. She jumps over Dustin, and she just like she like hit. I don't. It's not like a hard hit at all, but she definitely hits connects with her. There's a good uh, like Brandon. By the way, I wish I wish we'd have. I wish he would have gotten some better bounces. Yeah, I like Brandon. Um, yeah, yeah. Me neither. You not don't? a Brandon guy. Not a. Br- I, I, I mean, I'm not. Like, I don't like. like he's the kind of guy that's like, I'm indifferent about. Like, I don't. If I never saw him again on the challenge, which we don't, I wouldn't care. Or if we did, cool. He's he's just there for me. I would say he's borderline wallpaper, but yeah. he has some. Uh, he has a handful. No, and he had a good run, especially in like cutthroat. Like he had a good yeah. couple elimination run. I'm not saying he's bad, but it's just for me, he just doesn't do anything. Speaking of fights, uh, we didn't really talk about the. CT and Jordan fight in the van. It's not really so, a fight. It's more of an argument, but CT has some good lines in it because uh <laughs> first of all, it's what is that what happens? It's CT and bananas are just like having fun in the van, listening and to Jordan music singing, and, shut up. and yeah. Jordan's like shushing them. Yeah. And then CT and then they start arguing and CT has one of the best lines of the season. I think he says, sign that release, sign it, and make it say I allow CT to punch my head in, because that's what's <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> 
And Jordan goes silent. <laughs> and then he turns around. Jordan looks at CT and CT says, don't even look at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants CT, man. Nobody. Nobody's nobody's getting in his face. Nobody. It wasn't a very big one, but uh, Jordan and I think Jordan and Latoya get into it. Yeah. Jordan votes her in. Like it's it's one of those where like oh. Latoya is another one to me that like I don't. It doesn't no. do anything. I mean, she had a one good elimination against, against I don't even remember who Jimmy. it was. Jimmy. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. What a joke. Jimmy, she makes the final last season and then goes home first. No, I think like, Jimmy's great. Oh, yeah, true. I was kidding. No, I agree. She, this is, yes, she goes into this balls and elimination, the first one against Latoya and gets beat. It was, not, it was not a good showing for Jimmy, for sure. But she didn't have like the. This is a numbers. It was a. It was not as much a numbers game as it was a, a luck game. A lot of the time, and last game she had the numbers, with Camilla and her. Like she had connections on each side and could make it to the final. But yeah, this is a a great season. I just so that's a wrap on free agents. 